Fisher had been recalled from retirement to his old post as First Sea Lord on the 30 October 1914. The references to the Battle of Coronel on 1 November, when Vice Admiral Graf Spee's German cruisers crushed a British squadron off Chile. Yet much of the same third volume of Sir Martin Gilbert's biography is necessarily devoted to Churchill's leading role as First Lord of the Admiralty in the Royal Navy's abortive effort to reopen the Dardanelles after Turkey had closed them in August 1914. As the political head of the Navy, Churchill personally presided over this unique fiasco, which led to his dismissal and almost destroyed his career. Since his style of administration could hardly have been more hands-on, he did not merely preside over the disaster, but intervened, if not interfered, in almost every operational and political aspect of it, large or small, often acting beyond his powers and presenting his cabinet colleagues with fait accompli. Yet his proposal to outflank the central powers, Germany, Austria, Hungary, and their allies, including Turkey, by attacking the latter as the weakest link in a front deadlocked from Belgium to the Balkans, is now widely accepted as the boldest strategic concept of the First World War. However, as with so many other failed British military enterprises, it was undermined by appalling incompetence in execution. Churchill's great error was to go ahead with the Navy alone after Kitchener, the Secretary of State for War, insisted that there were no troops available for the combined operation which contemporary informed opinion, including Churchill and Kitchener, had long since agreed was necessary to force the Dardanelles. The Dardanelles disaster swelled the rising tide of complaints in Britain about bungling in high places. After the Navy's failure was bloodily redoubled by the armies at Gallipoli, heads eventually rolled, including Fisher's and Churchill's, and to survive as Prime Minister, Asquith was forced to replace his liberal administration with a coalition cabinet. The Royal Navy's abortive solo attempt to reopen the Dardanelles was prompted by another naval failure, the ineptly missed opportunity to deploy immensely superior forces to stop and destroy the Mediterranean division of the German Imperial Navy in the first week of the First World War. Rear Admiral Wilhelm Souchon was allowed to take his two ships, a battlecruiser and a light cruiser, over 1,000 miles from Sicily across the eastern basin of the Mediterranean to the Dardanelles. He eluded both the bulk of the French fleet and the British Mediterranean fleet, which, by itself, was much his superior in firepower and numbers of ships, even though he could so easily have been trapped in the Strait of Messina between two groups of British ships, each endowed with firepower superior to his. This incident was the subject of one of my earlier books, The Ship That Changed the World, 1985, to which this volume forms a sequel.